Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 62 of the podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about the most polarizing story to come out of the NFL in years. Andrew Luck retiring after seven years playing quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts at 29 years old due to a flurry of injury. So many people have opinions. So much is going on with this. I'm going to give you some of my insights and some of my thoughts on Andrew Luck's big big decision to retire from the NFL at age 29 years old. But first, let's get into Andrew Luck's career, shall we? Career, 171 touchdowns, 81 interceptions, a 60.8 completion percentage, and he's been sacked 174 times. Now, to give you context as to why he's retiring, here are some of the painful injuries he has gone through. His injuries include a lacerated kidney, ouch, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and now a calf injury slash ankle injury that nobody knows what the heck is going on with him. So he now has a mystery injury to go on with that. Now, Andrew Luck gave a very precise reason as to why he's retiring. He is sick of the on and off again rehabbing and feeling like he's having his comeback. He was a comeback player of the year. He doesn't want it to always be a comeback, it seems like. And again, he wants to be able to be an upright citizen at the age of 40. And if he continues down this path of keep getting these injuries again. These aren't knickknacks injuries. These are torn labrums, ankle injuries that will affect him for the rest of his life and possibly concussions that we don't even know about. So this isn't just a walk it off type of thing. And for some people to criticize that I think is absolutely nuts. We talk about how this guy played only seven years in the NFL. What about that entire decade of his childhood in Stanford where he was trying to be an NFL quarterback. We always look at that number of seven and go, wow, not a very long NFL career. But what about that entire period? Oh, I don't know. That thing called his childhood in as a, as a young man in Stanford, he's been playing football a really long time. And for people to, who have not played football, and even of those who have had, to have no sympathy for the guy, I think is ridiculous. Yes, there are some NFL players who I think have the right to call out people's toughness. But not if you yourself have not gone through a lacerated kidney, a torn labrum in your throwing shoulder, and a calf and ankle injury. I'm sorry, just because you played football for 15 years does not mean you get to criticize Andrew Luck for not doing so. I have huge issues with that, and I haven't really heard that many people do it. Some people are really criticizing Andrew Luck because of the timing of this. Listen, he's a man, he gave them, that he knew they were in a good decision. I think if he didn't feel good about Jacoby Brissett as the next guy, maybe Andrew Luck would have forced it one more year. But I think he said Jacoby Brissett's his best friend, he believes in him, I think that's a big part of this. And I also think the other part that you're not putting into context is I think the Colts forced him to make this decision now instead of before the season in March. And that is just another thing Jim Ursay has mismanaged about Andrew Luck. But I'm not going to go into that at first. I just want to put into 
my feelings on. I am not going to question a man for making a decision about his life, even if I believe that decision is wrong. Like, even if I thought him retiring from football was the absolute, absolute wrong decision for him, it is none of my business what the man does after football or what the man does during what I think he should be playing football. I'm sorry. That is none of my business. And that's what kind of disturbs me about fandom right now in 2019 and going forward is that we feel like these guys owe us. I think Patriots fans would get upset if Tom Brady did this in week three and he's played 20 something years. I don't think the seven years matters. I think it's Colts fans being like, oh, now we're not going to win. And that's the only thing they care about. I actually agree with Aaron Rodgers assessment that fans do not really care about athletes as people. They only care about them as athletes. I'm not one of those people, but I definitely believe that the majority of people only care if Andrew Luck is throwing touchdowns in the end zone. I don't think they care about his overall health. I don't think they care about his life after football, nor do I think they absolutely should care about those things. But do not criticize the man for walking away from something when you have no idea what it feels like to feel that amount of pain and to come back from it. I mean, Andrew Luck is coming off a season where he threw 39 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. That would mean for most people, you would feel pretty good about that season. But what if after that magnificent season, he is in pain night after night and he asked himself, was that really worth it? And if he says no, that is his decision, not mine, not the Colts. That is Andrew Luck's decision. If seriously, if he throws 39 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, most people would think he would feel like the best player on the planet. Well, guess what? He didn't. He was still in pain. Again, he had this mysterious calf injury slash ankle injury that the Colts don't really even know about. I mean, that's another part of this. The Colts have mismanaged his injuries from the beginning. And, and for, for him to come off a season like that and to feel this way, he must feel pretty strongly about not wanting to play football anymore. So for that, I respect his decision fully. Now, I do want to talk about this from the Colts' lack of things. Some of the things that they have failed to do in the Andrew Luck era that not a lot of people are talking about right now because we're only fixated on Luck. What about what the Colts didn't do when they had Andrew Luck, when he fell on their lap because of Peyton Manning? What about the lack of weapons outside of T.Y. Hilton that Andrew Luck has been given by the Indianapolis Colts? What about the most epic fail in the history of acquisitions? Trent Richardson, the Indianapolis Colts gave up two first-round draft picks to get Andrew Luck a franchise running back. The The issue with that is that franchise running back happened to be Trent Richardson, who didn't work out with the Browns. They tried to make it work with the Colts, and it didn't work. I don't blame the Colts for trying to fix Trent Richardson. I blame the Colts for giving up valuable assets to try to fix Trent Richardson, which it didn't take an obvious football fan to realize Trent Richardson was never going to figure it out in the NFL. Again, he was never going to be worth a first-round draft pick to figure things out, let alone two. That is the biggest colossal mistake the Indianapolis Colts made. Instead of using those picks to, I don't know, get Andrew Luck a very good offensive line, they used it to try to get him a franchise running back. They didn't get him Ezekiel Elliott or anyone good. 
they got him Trent Richardson. That is the one of the worst trades in NFL history that we are not bringing up during this time, and it's one of the reasons that Andrew Luck did not have a Super Bowl right now is because of that trade. It is one of the biggest reasons why he does not have the success that we all think he should. This isn't all on Andrew Luck why he's not winning. There have been brutal mistakes by the Colts front office and how they build their football team. And the Trent Richardson acquisition is at the top of the list for me of worst trades in NFL history. You could tell it wasn't working with the Browns and the Colts really thought that that was going to be their franchise running back. He barely played with the Colts. Even they didn't even really try to fix it that hard because they knew they had made a colossal mistake the instant Trent Richardson became an Indianapolis Colt. And there is one offseason where the Colts thought to themselves, we are really going to get Andrew Luck's weapons. And that was the right idea. But they went the wrong way about it. They brought in Andre Johnson, who was once a star receiver, and Frank Gore, a once a star running back. You would think, oh wow, that would be great if they had made those acquisitions five years ago. They brought in two over-the-hill NFL players who were no longer going to help you win football games. Andre, there was a reason that the Texans walked away from Andre Johnson because his last big play was punching someone in the face. And Frank Gore, as consistent as he is and he plays all the time, he was no longer a great running back by the time he got to the Colts. The Colts never made the move where you went, wow, they added that to Andrew Luck. Remember when Tom Brady got Randy Moss out of nowhere? The Colts never had their pick of a Randy Moss. They never gave Andrew Luck that weapon. Again, T.Y. Hilton, love him. T.Y. Hilton, in a perfect world, should be the number two wide receiver to Andrew Luck. The, the Colts never made that trade to get, I don't know, a Julio Jones or someone like that. They never made that push. Maybe they They should have gone after someone. They never got star receivers to be on that team in a time where you could have got a star receiver. I mean, they never made that push to get A.J. Green to the Colts. Make a trade like that. Get a star receiver to go along with your star quarterback. You were putting two much pressure on Andrew Luck. So in the seven years Andrew Luck was the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, the three biggest weapons his organization brought to him was Trent Richardson, Andre Johnson, and Frank Gore. And you really want me to blame Andrew Luck for his lack of winning. That seems insane. Again, all Two of those guys were over the hill, and one of those guys was the biggest bust in running back history. Trent Richardson wasn't going to give Andrew Luck a Super Bowl. Andre Johnson wasn't going to give Andrew Luck a Super Bowl. And certainly Frank Gore, even though he was great at a time, was not going to help Andrew Luck get a Super Bowl. The one offensive weapon that is truly great during the Andrew Luck era in Indianapolis Colts is T.Y. Hilton. And that is my biggest issue with the Colts. They never brought weapons. They never found a Wes Welker like Bill Belichick did. They never found a Randy Moss. They only found T.Y. Hilton and they never found anything outside of that. Again, how terrible is it that the weapons the Indianapolis Colts thought Andrew Luck was going to need to win a Super Bowl was Trent Richardson, Andre Johnson, and Frank Gore, who were over the hill and a bust. That is indefensible. There is no excuse as to why the Indianapolis Colts did not invest more in their offensive weapons and their offensive line during the Andrew Luck era. And it is the biggest reason why in the 20-something years that 
they have had two great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, that the Indianapolis Colts only have one Super Bowl and another appearance because they never truly invested in those plays. I think they invested more in Peyton Manning than they did in Andrew Luck a little bit. Again, they've they they got Reggie Wayne, they had Marvin Harrison, they really had weapons around them, Clark at tight end, they really had weapons. I would say the Colts to me are the Atlanta Braves of the 90s. They've had success with their division. They're the best team in that division of this era. There's no doubt about it. They went from Payne Main to Andrew Luck. They've had enormous success. But when you look back at this 20 to 22 year period where they've had Payne Manning and Andrew Luck to only have one Super Bowl is ridiculous. It's because, again, some of those guys didn't perform in the big games, but did they really ever perfectly build around their star quarterbacks? The answer to that question is no. They have done a miserable job of building teams around their star quarterbacks. And it's one of the reasons to me they are the Atlanta Braves. Braves of football. They're going to win a lot in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason, they do not have enough weapons around their quarterbacks to win the big games. We also talk about how the Colts did absolutely no favors to Andrew Luck about how they dealt with these set injuries, with these torn labrums, with these calf injuries. They kept saying a time period of when he may be back. Andrew Luck Andrew Luck went from this year to possibly playing in week one to retiring in week three of the preseason. There needs to be a serious NFL investigation into what the heck the Colts are doing with this Andrew Luck situation. How do you go from you might play week one too. I think this guy wants to retire. That's something that the NFL should seriously look into. The lack of what these Colts are reporting with the Andrew Luck injuries. I, I don't know if they're just they were trying to fool the teams that Andrew Luck was on the way back. I mean, there's been talks. Uh, Pro Football Talk has talked about how Andrew Luck was thinking of retirement all the way back in March. And so for the Colts to keep playing this game of Andrew Luck's on the way back, Andrew Luck's on the way back, even that whole year of football Andrew Luck missed, I don't think any of us really know what Andrew Luck was going through that whole year because wasn't there a, like, he might be back this year, he might be back this year, and then he wasn't. I mean, just the way they have dealt with these injuries has just been the some of the dumbest things I've ever seen from an organization dealing with their star player. Telling us he's going to be back and then in week three, the reason it was the most shocking thing ever was because he went from where he's going to play week one to I'm retiring from football at the age of 29 and after seven years. It's not even the fact that Andrew Luck is walking away. It's that he went for it went from zero to 100 real quick because the Colts acted like morons in this situation and didn't really tell us what was going on with their star quarterback. They didn't tell us the nagging injuries were this serious. They didn't tell us he was thinking of it. Obviously, they weren't going to tell us he was thinking of retirement, but they didn't tell us the severity of any of these injuries. So every time Andrew Luck has dealt with a serious injury, we really don't know to what extent. I have one big picture thought about Andrew Luck's retirement, and it's how we should rethink the quarterback position because because of guys like Tom Brady, like Drew Breeze, like Peyton Manning, we now all think all quarterbacks are going to play into their 40s, and we all think that the rules are consummated so where the quarterback could prevail. I think we should look at this Andrew Luck situation, and it kind of gives us a reminder of, oh yeah, 
He is a football player who can still go through serious injuries like a running back and like a tight end because, again, Andrew Luck is 29 years old and played seven years. Not all quarterbacks are going to play into their 40s. Tony Romo retired at 35. Not all quarterbacks are Iron Man type guys, and it doesn't question Andrew Luck's toughness. He went through some serious injuries, but I think there's become this overall thought that when you get this Andrew Luck guy, they immediately think, wow, we have the next quarterback into his 40s. And I think the Colts took it, they, they took that for granted. I think the league has taken that for granted that all these quarterbacks like Phillip Rivers, like Tom Brady, like Drew Brees, they're going to play forever. Big Ben's doing it. I think they're anomalies. I don't think they're all the norm. You are going to have some guys not play that way all that long. Again, Andrew Luck went through some serious, rare injuries, but Still, they are still football players. You should not take for granted that you have a quarterback for the next decade. Because in that draft, you had Andrew Luck and Archie Free, and we all thought the Redskins and Colts had the next two biggest quarterbacks for the next decade. Archie Free left for injury reasons and because of poor play, and now Andrew Luck is gone because of injuries, and none of them played serious football into their 30s. That is a scary thing for the NFL. Not all these quarterbacks are Tom Brady. Not all these quarterbacks are Drew Brees. Not all these quarterbacks are Philip Rivers or Brett Favre, or they're not all going to last forever. They're not all Ironmans. So when a team drafts a guy like Andrew Luck, they should be prepared to win football games right away. I think the Colts thought they had this unlimited window to win football games that they took for granted. I think they thought, oh, we don't need to win this year because five years down the line, we're going to have Andrew Luck. I even had, I, Jim Ursay said, Andrew Luck is really turning down like $500 million because of this decision. See, the Colts were still planning on Andrew Luck being part of this huge future. You shouldn't look at football as a huge future because teams like the Rams can come in and just win instantly. You should be trying to win instantly while your quarterbacks are not being paid. Because in this era of football, guys like Russell Wilson and Jared Goff are having success because their teams are building around them at a time where you don't have to pay both of those individuals huge amounts of money. And that's something the Colts never quite took advantage of because there was a time where Andrew Luck wasn't making a huge amount of money. He was still making a lot of money because he was the first number one overall pick, but they never took advantage of that window because they kept thinking to themselves, oh, we're going to have this guy five to ten years down the line. We're going to have this huge window. And that opens you up to that day where on a Sunday, Andrew Luck can announce his retirement and your entire future looks grim because you didn't prepare to win football games. That is my overall thought. You should not think you have a 10 to 15 year window with anyone. I don't think Bill Belichick and Tom Brady feel that way about each other. I don't think the teams that actually win feel they have that window. And I think the Colts absolutely thought they had an unlimited window. And in one day, the future of that franchise can change because that one guy makes that decision. And whether or not you think that decision is right or wrong, which by the way, I think it's the right one because it's his decision, that is, that's on the Colts. That is not on Andrew Luck at all. 
I also want to talk about how we've reacted to Gronk's retirement and nine years and how we reacted to Andrew Luck's retirement. I don't know why we're reacting this differently. Is because Gronk has the Super Bowls and Andrew Luck doesn't? Is because Gronk's a tight end and we all think he's going through something so much worse than what a quarterback goes through? I'm interested. Is it because of the Gronk personality that we're like, oh, we're going to see Gronk? Is it because of the likability that Andrew Luck, even though he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he is just flat out dull? Is that the reason? There are so many things I want to know about this. Why is it with Gronk? It's the farewell tour. It's the drinking beers. It's the we'll see you in the end, bro thing. We're like, we want to be his bro now that he's retired. With Andrew Luck, cult fans booing. And again, I don't, I don't know the severity of the booing. I don't even know how many people are booing because I don't really take boos all that seriously. But I do think it is a little nuts that both guys are retiring at what? 29 years old. One played nine years, one played seven. And we're acting like one of them is like, why are you doing this to us? And the other one, we're like, we can't wait to party with you now that you're retired. That is some serious, weird things going on with those two things. Gronk and Andrew Luck both retired at the age of 29. I think the NFL should seriously look into this because you don't want your star players to retire at 29. Even though it's probably the right decision for both guys, I think that's a serious concern for the league moving forward. But again, fans are reacting so differently towards both of them. I find that quite interesting. The last thing I want to say about this topic is I am wishing the absolute best for Jacoby Brissett. He has been the backup for Tom Brady and now Andrew Luck, and this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Some people are saying he was already the best backup quarterback in the league. He got a chance to start a little bit. I am rooting for Jacoby Brissett to be a starting quarterback in the years to come for the Indianapolis Colts. Again, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's not many times you get to be the backup for Tom Brady and Andrew Luck and get an opportunity to start. This is one heck of an opportunity, and I hope he takes full advantage of it. In closing, I don't know if we are ever going to see Andrew Luck on a football field, but I have enjoyed, I enjoy that AFC title game against my Patriots because my Patriots won. I've enjoyed Andrew Luck's career. I think he's been one of the best quarterbacks. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback in my eyes because he didn't play long enough. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but he's had a great career. He's just not been one of the all-time greats. I am wishing him the best in retirement, and I'm not going to talk about whether or not he's going to make a return to football because I think it's way too soon for that. I just hope he heals, and I hope him, I wish him the best in retirement. Remember, Andrew Luck, it was one of the best quarterback of his time. I know he was the number one draft pick, and he wasn't the best ever like we all thought he was going to be, but it was one heck of a career. And again, I wish the best to Andrew Luck. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Ed Dead Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the Ed Dead Podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening.